Welcome to Amplify. We're the show that will help you take your message, whatever it may be, and get it out through social media, networking, and other marketing channels. Maybe even some that you've never thought of. Whether you're an organization, small or large business, or you just have the next positive message that's sure to go viral, you'll want to stay tuned this hour. Now, here's your host, Ken Rashawn. Hi, this is Dr. Andrea Adams-Miller. Ken's not going to be able to join us today. And you are listening to Amplified on Voice America Influencers Channel. And I am, Dr. as I said, Dr. Andrea Adams-Miller, the Red Carpet Connection. Also, I'm the uh, co-founder and the executive director for the KeepSmilingMovement.org. We want to thank our sponsors today. Our sponsors are, of course, MenFashion.com, Amplifluence, Perfect Publishing, The Umbrella Syndicate, and uh, MyMakeupLady.com, The Red Carpet Connection, Voice America Influencers Channel. And we want to remind you to love on the KeepSmilingMovement.org, where we save lives with smiles by creating a dose of hope to be resilient no matter the challenge. So we actually don't have a guest on today either. There was a, a mix up. And so I offered just to come on so that way we're using good space of our airtime and so that I can cover a couple different things about the Keep Smiling movement and things that are available to you in the world and what we do to amplify people so that they can really show up and be so amazing in the world. So for example, um, if those of you who have been listening to us, uh, Ken has been on the air since 2015 and I've been on most of those years since. 2015. And things have been really, really wonderful. One of the things about Amplified is we amplify those people who provide goodness in the world. Uh, We amplify goodness. And so we wanted to make sure that you understand really what that means. So in the course of the show in the past, I've pulled on people and had guests on uh, from all different areas of life, from people from Jack Canfield to Uh, Perry Marshall with the 80-20 rule, to Rudy Rudiker, to uh, authors that have published books with Ken and Perfect Publishing, to the people that have run events that Ken and I have showed up for throughout the years to work their red carpet and to help them amplify their messages and what they do. And so for those of you who are wondering more about the Keep Smiling movement, you know, I said that the Keep Smiling movement, that we save lives by creating a dose of hope to be resilient no matter the challenge. So the Keep Smiling movement is a mental and dental health organization, mental and dental health. So what we originally wanted to be dental health because we thought, oh, a smile, we'll talk about teeth and get all these dentists involved. And we kind of came across some roadblocks and it surprised us. And we weren't able to effectively make our message such that the dentists were excited about what we were doing and how we were showing up with the area of dentistry and smiles. And over time, I was doing more and more research about the neuroplasticity of the mind. Some of you may know I'm certified as a neurofeedback specialist. And as a neurofeedback specialist, you know, I was really cognizant of the different wavelengths that we have within our mind, how we have limiting beliefs and so forth. And I started studying other things like uh, NLP, neuro linguistic programming. Um, I went to Landmark because of Ken Rashan. So Dr. Ken Rashan, Dr. Smiley, 
you know, he had said that he thought that would really help me if I went through some different landmark courses, and that would allow me to release some hurts and traumas that I had from the past. And I did, I went through several different courses and classes and found that that really helped uh, me to understand people at a different level, helped me to communicate with them and help them to communicate better as well so that they could step off of their um, trauma and step into being resilient. Um, in, in my opinion, the show must go on. That is like how I live my life. I've done theater and it's always been very important to me that we show up no matter what. So when Ken and I were talking about the vision of the Keep Smiling movement, uh, we talked about resilience a lot and how people who are able to keep a smile on their face could stay resilient no matter what, who could stand that trajectory of a future and make things happen. So that's kind of what we've been doing. You know, we've been continuing this basis of the keep smiling movement. So uh, let me backtrack a little bit. Since I'm by myself today, it makes it a little bit different when you're filling up the time when you don't have the banter with another person. So let me speak on behalf of Ken. So with the keep smiling movement, um, you know, and maybe some of you don't even know the full story of how this even happened. So maybe let me just do a little background, a little back check so that you understand how important this movement is to us and where it's going in the world. See, the Keep Smiling movement uh, was originally created uh, as far as the cards that we hand out, the Keep Smiling cards, and I'll get one out here in a moment. The Keep Smiling movement was based on this card. So Barry Shore, he's known as the ambassador of joy. He has his own institute now called the Institute of Joy. And Barry holds up these cards or started passing out these cards years ago and has passed out over a million, I believe, to this point. And they say, keep smiling. So the keep smiling card, how it goes out and how it shows up in the world, um, allowed Barry to live his life differently. So this is how this card came to be. See, what happened is Barry was perfectly healthy, had a diamond, you know, amazing company, was like a king of diamonds, so to speak. And then one day he woke up perfectly healthy and by nightfall was a complete quadriplegic, complete quadriplegic. And while he was flat on his oh, by, by the way, he became a complete quadriplegic because he has a disorder, an autoimmune disorder called Guillain-Barre syndrome, Guillain-Barre syndrome. And what that does is it attacks the myelin sheath of the nerves and it can interrupt the synapsis so that the body then becomes paralyzed. Um, it often for people slowly happens over time so that there's a regression in their ability and it retards their ability to function. However, in his case, it was like an immediate boom. He had no warning signs, no tingling, no tripping, nothing that he was aware of that would set him up to know that this was happening. So by nightfall, when he became a complete quadriplegic, he was, you know, of course, devastated. And he was flat on his back for months, uh, years even, while they were trying to figure out what to do and how to help him. And Guillain-Barre can be very 
temperamental and some people it'll surpass and they'll get things back and other people it progressively worsens. So it was just a real challenge to figure out how his body was going to respond to this autoimmune disease. So at one point, his rabbi came to see him and had handed him some kind of a card about smiles. It said, I think it said smile and it had some information about it. And his rabbi told him that you can change your entire world and how it can show up and how it can be by, um, by using your smile to change your external environment. So Barry flat in his bed realized that he would start smiling and he'd be happy and be the joyful person he always had been. And what happened is that people would come along in the world and show up and be beautiful and be smart with him and joyfully um, partake in conversation. Uh, the whole hospital atmosphere changed. The doctors and nurses would come to see him. He would have other people's patients, families come to see him as well as other patients. And this, camaraderie and connection with other people allowed things to be so big and so beautiful and so awesome that uh, Barry started realizing that, wow, this ability to keep smiling actually did affect the world around him. His external environment had changed and he noticed his internal environment changed with the external environment. So then he just started working more and more on creating something that was bigger and beautiful along the way. And so much that he um, then said, I'm going to turn this smile inward and change the inside of me. And his then internal smile, he got to thinking, you know, maybe I could literally reverse and change what's going on internally with my smile. So over four years, um, he worked, I mean, it wasn't like it was a miracle poof overnight. He smiled and boom, you're walking. But with his smile, it allowed him to have this tenacity and this ability to keep moving, to keep trying. He went through painful therapy painful therapy, physical therapy to get his body moving and grooving again, to allow it to eventually move, to support weight, to get his muscles that had been wasting away, to be able to hold him and to move and to do things. And after four years with leg braces and walkers and physical therapy and helpers, he regained his ability to be mobile again. Now, Barry will be the first one to tell you that it's not necessarily easy, but he does it with a big smile and he is full of gratitude and happiness that he can keep moving and flowing because that's who he is. He knows that you are resilient no matter the challenge. And through that, then he's been mobile for multiple years. He does use this really large, he has a six foot walking stick and Barry to meet him. If you go back and look at old shows with him, Barry is so amazing. He's just full of life and energy. He's very bombastic. That's a great way to describe him. He always says, hello, good looking people. And you're good looking because you're looking for the good in people. Now, mind you, the amplitude I just use for my voice. Uh, Barry uses like times 20 and he sings really, really loud and really fun. And he's full of joy and happiness. He's a great joy to be around. 
well, uh, Ken was part of an organization called CEO Space. Uh, Bernie Dorman uh, was in charge then. Bernie Dorman has since passed and uh, his wife uh, now runs that uh, CEO Space. But when Bernie was there, Ken was a member and Barry came to a CEO Space meeting. And Ken at that time had taken up photography and um, he had previously been a DJ, had a DJ business and was expanding into publishing and also picked up a camera. What you may not know about Dr. Ken Rishan, Dr. Smiley, is he's quite talented in the arts. Um, this man can draw, he can paint, he can write, he can sculpt, uh, he can do uh, medical illustrations, He beautiful diagrams. He's so skilled, so skilled. So when he picked up a camera, it was just so easy for him to be able to frame things with his eye through that eyepiece in the camera. Well, he happened to be like walking through a hallway and he saw Barry holding one of these or handing it out to someone and was immediately drawn to him. He was so excited and so thrilled that he could uh, be with him and create this and make this happen. And it was very, very exciting. And so he did that. He uh, met with him and he said, I, I want to make, uh, you know, can we make this viral? Can I take pictures of people holding the keep smiling card and make something of it? And Barry said, of course, you know, he, in fact, I think the answer, the true quotation was, yeah, baby. <laughs> and within a week, Barry had sent Ken a hundred thousand cards with this information, I have one of those original cards here where, or, well, actually, I don't think this is one of the original 100,000. This was one of the second batch because then Ken added some other businesses and stuff onto it. And the Keep Smiling movement, as far as a movement, was born. And Ken and I had already met that January. And within two to three months, uh, Ken and I had kept meeting and running into each other. That's when he met Barry. And then over that course of that summer, he was taking these pictures and he'd put them together in a picture book, which I have the books in front of me. So I'll just share them with you now too. This is such a beautiful time for me to be able to share the whole story of the Keep Smiling movement. I'm so excited that this opportunity came. So here is uh, one of the Keep Smiling books. Um, mine is a little worn and beat up. I travel with it all the time. In my last trip um, the on the airline, my bags got wet, so it's a little weathered. But you know what? It's weathered with love, and so that's amazing. So Ken started a book similar to this, and he had pictures of people in it holding Keep Smiling cards, and that is how the book started. Well, then Ken came to me and said, Andrea, help me with this. What can I do with this? And I said, Ken, you know, what you need is um, story. You need to have a story. Because uh, at the time he had Emily Latran offered to help him do a book. And Emily Latran was the first Keep Smiling book that was created with a person being um, kind of what would we say, like the host or the sponsor of the book. And I said, you know, we need to include stories. And so he included Emily's story at the end. And then Ken had already been putting quotes and I helped write, I think I wrote either, a, I think I've written to the, to date, um, over a hundred quotes, probably over 200 smiling quotes myself. Ken wrote several, um, as well. And so all of those quotes now have been put underneath all of the pictures. So that way every, there's a quote with every photograph and a description, all the people. So 
um, as we would take all these photographs, initially, Ken and I did not get the names of people. We would go, oh, can I take your picture with a keep smiling card? And we would hand them the cards and take their picture. Now, oddly enough, um, uh, so I'm a photographer as well. And uh, graciously, Ken taught me some of the skills that he had. And I was his backup photographer for years at multiple events. Uh, we covered events all over the place. And then I was getting hired to do photography. And then I would take Ken as my backup at events. And in fact, I actually often had him be lead. And then I would be his backup even at the events that I was hired for. So we had a really great uh, photography relationship and uh, worked together really well. So we were taking all these photographs with people holding the Keep Smiling cards. And one of the things that we realized later that we could have done better is initially we didn't find out who the people were that we were taking their picture. <laughs> so over time we realized, hmm, it would probably really be more beneficial if we knew who was that we were photographing to be in these books. So we started then taking, um, you know, being very, oh, um, uh, diligent about getting their names and adding them to the pictures and making things happen because that's what we wanted to do is we wanted to make sure that these people were covered and we knew their names and we could properly address them. This is one of our uh, collector's editions. This is our influencers in it at the bottom. It says influencers. And you can see that in this one. Oh, by the way, when I say see, and you guys are listening to voice America, you can also see the, uh, the video caption of this if you go to amplifiedradioshow.com amplifiedradioshow.com uh, you'll be able to click on there it'll direct you to our youtube channel amplified radio show is also our youtube channel name where you can see um, about half of our shows we still have about uh, half of them still that need to be put up but you can see all of the shows there as well so you can physically see them with your eyes and see the things that we're talking about and see the guests beautiful smiles while they're sharing their stories. So Ken, a very inspired, uh, was very diligent in taking pictures of people all over the world on all the trips that we've been on. Uh, Ken and I went to multiple different countries. We were in Egypt and Dubai, uh, Belize, Dominican Republic, Costa Rica. Did I already say Puerto Rico, Bahamas, um, Oman, I can't think where else we've been, but multiple countries uh, where we were able to go and take pictures of people, both on travel trips and on cruises. Uh, and then, of course, multiple, multiple events, traffic and conversion, Manny Chat, CEO Space, Secret Knock, City Summit, uh, just to name a few of the events that we went to throughout the years together to cover uh, them with the Keep Smiling movement uh, to take pictures of the you know, the keep smiling movement and show people what it was that we were doing and how we showed up in the world. And so to date, we have over 250 of these keep smiling books that really share the story of love. And it's fun to see them when people look through them. Uh, one of our favorite stories was Jack Canfield. When we were at a private mastermind that we were part of, um, I was helping a bug free mind create that mastermind. I was part of it. And they, um, 
um, I said, hey, I'd like to bring Ken into this as well. And they said, of course, you know, they they love the idea of me having a second shooter there. And so we were there in that mastermind with Jack Canfield. And so he was also part of the group. Now, I already knew Jack Canfield. That was Ken's first time meeting him. I had met Jack Canfield. I had gone to an event several years before I'd already been a follower of Jack's. And there's a certain part in his stage presence where he acts, asks for a volunteer. And I got up before that and went to the front of the stage because I know that he takes a volunteer from this, from the audience. And so I, and then he also is very, um, very cognizant of making things happen. So he says, you know, like you, you, you can create and manifest your own destiny. So when I walked up to the stage, Jack was talking and he looked at me and goes, may I help you? And I said, yes, I am your volunteer for the next thing you're going to do. And he first goes, what? And then he stopped and he says, yes, yes, you are my volunteer. And so he said, just come up here on stage with me. And I stood beside him while he finished what he was talking about. And then he used a volunteer to have something to share or talk about. And of course, that volunteer was me because I was already on stage with him. And that was really cool. In fact, uh, there was photographs taken of us, of course, while I was on stage with him. And those photographs covered the magazine of that particular um, organization. Uh, So we were on the, Jack and I were on the front cover with him, my hand out like this, and he's pushing my hand down. Uh, So it was really fun. And then I had the pleasure later of uh, working at an event and sharing the stage with him uh, multiple times. He spoke at multiple events where I also was speaking. So we shared the stage together and I had the opportunity to tell him how much I appreciated him really being an influence for me. And he gave me a video testimonial telling people if they wanted more juiciness and more excitement in their life, then they should really check out my work and work with me. And uh, so that video is available on YouTube. So very exciting, something I'm very proud of. And so when uh, we met Jack Canfield, uh, Ken gave Jack one of these books to go through. And as Jack's going through the book, we see him going. So by the way, those of you who are listening, I'm making big smiles, like and clicking my tongue and like nodding my head and furling my eyebrows like, oh, I know that person or wow, that person's in here too. And be excited about seeing them. And, uh, and, and then he took out his cell phone, which most people do, and took pictures of friends. And you could see that he was texting them saying, oh, I just saw you in a book. And we were very excited about that. And Ken had so much fun uh, talking to Jack about that and sharing, uh, sharing that message and sharing that with him. It was quite, quite lovely and beautiful. And then since then, we've done other books, but we have to go on break right now. And then I'll tell you more about the birthday books and talk to you more about how the other books, The Dose of Hope and Hope is Dope came to be. And I'll have those prepared for you after these messages from the sponsors. So our sponsors, by the way, are The Red Carpet Connection, The Umbrella Syndicate, Ample Affluence, Perfect Publishing, and Voice America Influencers Channel, MyMakeupLady.com, and MenFashion.com. And of course, we'll be back. Uh, Oh, wait. We want you to love on the Keep Smiling Movement. That's what I've been sharing. The Keep Smiling Movement.org. We save lives with smiles by creating a dose of hope to be resilient no matter the challenge. And we'll be back after these messages. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. The Umbrella Syndicate amplifies good causes, good people, and good messages. They offer a suite of services that help people and businesses gain better exposure. Through working with the Umbrella Syndicate, you gain the ability to reach an audience of 50,000 unique people a week. They have recently reached over 20,000 followers on Facebook. You can view their photography and how they use it as a strong promotional tool on their Facebook fan page, facebook.com slash The Umbrella Syndicate. Show them your support by liking their page. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. We don't follow, we lead. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. This is Amplify. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. We also would love to hear from you via email to info at UmbrellaSyndicate.com. Now, back to Amplify. So this is Dr. Andrea Adams-Miller filling in today for Dr. Ken Rashawn, Dr. Smiley for the whole show instead of just being executive producer today. And I'm telling the story of the Keep Smiling movement so that everybody has that full opportunity to hear what we do, how we show up, and, and how we are just available in the world for people so that they can keep smiling. And so they can have, um, you know, because remember, our mission is we save lives with smiles by creating a dose of hope to be resilient resilient no matter the challenge. So I talked about the history of the Keep Smiling books, the original ones, um, just as a little recap, these ones here. And then, um, so we were doing that for several years, taking pictures of everybody, getting their names and information, and then um, making those into different books. And Ken, his perfect publishing is the sponsor of those books. And so those books were created. So then uh, over time, uh, Ken had the idea of doing a Keep Smiling book. And so because he was so thankful and loved me so much, he surprised me. We were at Sharon Burstein's event. And instead of normally, he does a whole photo shoot about the host. And he did a whole photo, or not a photo shoot, a whole PowerPoint. And he did this beautiful PowerPoint about me and how much he respected and loved me and thanked me for everything that I do for him. It was so beautiful. And as a surprise, he created this book for me. So it's a keep smiling women's empowerment book. And I remember at the time I was perplexed because 95, 98% of my clients are men. So I was like, Ken, this is a women's empowerment book that, that puzzles me. And when I mostly work with men, cause I thought I would have a, a, a book full of men. Cause those were most of the people that I worked with. And he said, you know what, Andrea, I think sometimes men can take advantage or use you because of your kindness and your love. And I chose a women's empowerment book because I thought women would serve you and empower you. And that was such a beautiful gift. 
So I received that warmly. And so I have my woman's keep smiling book. Uh, since then, he's created um, a couple keep smiling books for other women that have done things for him and helped support him in other ventures that he's been doing. So kudos to Ken for doing that. And I'm sure that they're very excited about receiving those just like I was when I was first honored with my book. It was very exciting. And I was uh, very, very pleased with that. And so now um, I also have a keep smiling birthday book that he created for me on my birthday a couple years ago. And that allows me a great opportunity to merge into what happened next. So I kept telling the guys, I love what we're doing. We really should make this a nonprofit. I love what we're doing. We should really make this the nonprofit. And they would go, yeah, great. And then Barry even said, we have one. We already have one. And I'm like, well, I need the EIN and I need the information because I can't do anything with it unless I have it. So um, Barry said he had it. And I kept doing research. And I went back to Barry and said, Barry, I have researched the, the states you've lived in. I've searched everything. There is no accounting that we have a keep smiling movement in the books as a charity. There is no 501c3 that I can find. And, you know, he had explained to me what he'd done. And so, and I said, okay, you may have done those beginning steps, but somehow they weren't filed. So we don't have anything filed with any states anywhere or federally. So uh, I said, guys, I'd really like to make this a uh, nonprofit, you know, since, you know, like, come on, come on. You know, I was like, come on, let's do it. And um, both of them were busy and, and didn't take point on it. So I raised my hand and said, um, I'm asking permission. Uh, you know, you guys have made this into a movement, but I want to make it into a nonprofit. So with your blessing, can I create that and do that part of it? And of course, Barry was like, yeah, maybe just like he did with Ken. And Ken was like, sure, if it supports what I'm doing, then yeah, go for it. So then I founded it as a nonprofit in uh, the fall of 2018. So we are a legal 501c3. And I am so excited about that. And again, I had mentioned earlier that we're a mental and dental health organization because as time has passed over these seven years, the more education I've taken, the more I've learned about the science of smiles. In fact, Ken wrote a book called The Science of Smiles. It's a fact book that tells different facts about like how many muscles are used, what is a smile called? And it's a, a really lovely fact book of information that just tells you a lot about the science of a smile. <clears throat> well, I took that information, <clears throat> excuse me, my throat's a little dry here, and went a step farther. I went and started looking at the application of that science and how it really affects us mentally, spiritually, physically. What does that mean for us in our biopsychosocial world? How does that affect us? And so I was able to do quite a bit of research and then was honored with the opportunity to speak at the World Congress on Brain Mapping and Therapeutics. I took Ken with me and we were able to photograph other people with a Keep Smiling card, these beautiful scientists um, at this conference that talked about the brain in various ways and various methods. And with the research that I was able to show is that there's this thing called toroidal energy. Toroidal energy is, it looks like a donut. If you were to look at the space, um, the energy circles around 
in a, in a, a, around the image from the middle to the outside and back to the middle. And then it also goes up this way as well. So it goes down and it goes up and it spins as well. So um, while it's going up and down, it's spinning. And so it's this beautiful um, spiral. It looks like a donut, like an energy, uh, uh, energy donut. And this toroidal energy is what we have within ourselves. And not only do we harness this energy when we uh, use our energy with smiles and joy, it exudes beyond us and reaches the next level of person. So it's continual and it moves on and it moves in such a trajectory that it's quite, quite positive. So this beautiful energy, it's been just so amazing. Um, along those lines, I found in re research that when we smile, we release neurotransmitters in our brain. And these neurotransmitters are fondly referred to as a dose, dopamine, oxytocin, serotonin, and endorphins. So when you smile, you release a flood of a dose of these uh, different neurotransmitters that allow you to feel better. So that's why we say we save lives. So we do, by the way, we literally have saved lives. During COVID, I kept a tally, uh, a running tally. Every time somebody told me, I felt like taking my life, I was suicidal. Okay. And some people don't like the word taking my life. So uh, let, let me, uh, let me be polite. Um, politically correct and say, when people told me, um, I no longer wanted to live and, uh, death was my choice and they had a, a date, a date and time and a weapon of choice and felt like there was no sense in living and further on and had made the decision that it was now done <clears throat> when they had reached that point, uh, or at some point had reached that point and had either contacted me because they had all of these in place and were calling me as a last ditch effort as a person to talk to, or they had something else happen. So some of the things that happened that interjected with them taking, um, taking pills or using the weapon or, you know, hanging, uh, using, uh, uh, the method of hanging, uh, where they were, um, taking responsibility for their hopelessness in their minds. Um, when they reached out, uh, before they reached out, they had said they'd either seen a keep smiling card. By the way, you saw how I was struggling to be politically correct. When people are struggling, they are not politically correct. Let, let me just be honest. When people called me and told me, hey, Andrea, I just wanted to let you know, and they're bawling and sobbing, I, I literally was ready to eat a gun, take a pill, hang myself, drive my car into a tree. They were not politically correct. They said, I'm ready to take my life. I am done. I am out of here. And then they said they either saw on their dashboard a keep smiling card because we recommend people keep them on their dashboard. So they stay smiling when they're in traffic, when you could be frustrated or run into an irate, you know, driver or angry driver. So then you see a keep smiling card that keeps you in a better state of mind. Or they said they had it on their mirror or they saw it in their purse when they went to get something out. Um, other people said, uh, you know, they read a chapter in the Dose of Hope series or in 
in Hope is Dope series or saw one of the other Keep Smiling books, or they had seen Ken or I or somebody else on Facebook sharing the cards or talking about Keep Smiling or hashtagging Keep Smiling. And they said that that literally told them that they could keep moving forward and that they made the decision to the, made the decision to stay alive to stay with us to live another day so if anybody says that we don't save lives i'm sorry i have the evidence that we do now i don't share that evidence with anyone in fact ken does not even know who the 43 people were who called me during the two years of covid because that's when i started tracking it is after like the second or third person i was like wait i need to make note of this and the 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 most interesting part of this is this was men this is women this was teenagers that admitted this to me and it was usually after the fact, I did have three or four that it was, I'm in the process of going to do this. And I saw this. So I'm calling you now, because I, I want to know that I can, I can trust that if I keep smiling, that I'm making a good decision. And um, luckily, I felt good in taking those calls as a teenager, I used to run um, uh, suicide hotlines. And so I, I knew what basic information to say uh, to help keep them on the line, to help keep them on the line while we called another service. Should they, you know, still be in that state? I'm like, keep me on the line. Could you also call 911? Could you also do this? Can we call a mental health service and make an appointment? You know, I was able to do that. Now we are not a suicide prevention. We are a, a, a mental and dental health. However, I'm going to let us take credit for that 43 people that called me. Thank you for telling us this. That changed my whole perspective on how much this, how much this means, how much this baby that, you know, we have that we're raising to change the world, how much effect it has on the world and what we're doing. So that's the number one thing. Um, as far as I'm concerned, Dr. Smiley, Dr. Ken Rashawn, Dr. Andre Adams Miller, Barry Shore, the other people who've been ambassadors, at the end of the day, none of us matter. What matters is the keep smiling movement. I mean, we matter. Sure. I always think we matter. But the number one thing is it's not about us. It's not about us. Because when we're gone, if we can have this live, then this is the legacy that we want. It's not about us. It's about the movement. It's about keep smiling. Could this nonprofit outlast us to help people get in this mindset of living such joyous, beautiful lives and to keep smiling and bringing out the best of everyone and being resilient that no matter the challenge. And I got to tell you, I don't know how many times that this card, this two or three set card uh, has literally felt like it's saving my life in the moment and in the day when, um, you know, people that are supposed to love me create craziness or, or trauma and drama. You know, it happens. We live in the real world. We can't magically say we skip around with a basket full of kittens every day. Now, that is how I'd like to live. I'd also like to live in a musical. But the reality is, is every musical has some kind of tragedy in it and a basket full of kittens. Eventually, the basket's too big for kittens and you, you have to wait for another batch of kittens to be born, right? So, um, or the weather 
weather changes and you can't be out skipping in the ice, you know, whatever it is, things don't always go 100% and you need to be resilient. And being resilient means you show up no matter what. You make things happen no matter what. You put a smile on your face and you do what needs to be done. And that's what we're here for is we're here to help mothers and um, influencers and doctors and healthcare providers and firemen and police and, and the military and moms and dads, if I didn't already say that, to show up every day and know that I can plow through this, that I can just put a smile on my face and get things done. And I can change the whole trajectory of my life by being this way, by showing up and having a smile on my face. And that's what we're all about. So, um, so those, of those 43 people, I said, there was one most interesting part. And that is within those 43 people, I had two people which are of the most influential people in personal development, admit to me that they were in that dark space, that they were done. They didn't want to live anymore. And they admitted that to me and shared that story with me. And that's why I've never shared the stories with anyone. I've never told Ken, I won't betray their trust. At some day, uh, we would love for them to feel comfortable with sharing their personal journeys because when we're willing to share our vulnerability with others, that allows other people to know that they're okay being vulnerable too. And then they can share their keep smiling story and then they can help other people make the choice to live and to move on and to be resilient no matter what. And that's where these stories come from. When I said share their stories in the Dose of Hope series, um, the Dose of Hope series came to Ken during COVID. Uh, Ken had received an eviction notice for his office. He was just devastated. Um, I He called me, told me we needed a ridiculous amount of money. And I said, Ken, I'll help you raise it. Um, I, I moved to Baltimore for five months. Um, within within a week, though, within six days, I helped him raise, I think it was six to $8,000 to cover his rent. I went with him to the court so that we could have the court moved back so that we could get the eviction, the eviction day. We already had an eviction day to get the eviction day stayed. So that means they'd hold it. And then I had, uh, within six days, we were able to raise that money to keep him in his office. And that kept him so he didn't get evicted that day, but we still needed to raise money for the next month and the next month. So I stayed in Baltimore till um, the end of April and helped him raise money so that we could keep his office, which is our headquarters for the Keep Smiling movement, and uh, help him do other things. And he was so joyed. But what came to him in that despair is if we got other people's stories then we would know what other people had been through. We'd have a a case-by-case account of what it's like to be resilient. And and these stories are amazing. Um, Let me just flip it open and see what I pulled to. Okay, Misty Lane, smiling as a three percenter. I'm a survivor. They told me only 3% would make it. And she talks about, you know, her life and being transparent and who she is and how she showed up and how so many crazy things um, happened in her life that in, um, you know, her 10-year marriage was um, um, 
lost her idea of becoming a surgeon was lost. Um, her, his, uh, with her, um, husband with his alcoholism and how so many horrible things happened in her life and then how she was able to finally get ahead of all of that and to break free and to take care of herself and to be resilient no matter the challenge. Um, let me pull up another story here. Um, this is Deborah McNeilis, uh, the smiles of undefinable brilliance. When you smile, people tend to smile along with you. Smiling makes people feel good or better about themselves. And she tells her story about who she is and how she works with uh, children and people in the world and helps them to show up in such a beautiful way through her neuro-nurturing process. And she helps um, adults and parents and guardians and teachers of kids be able to use language that affects their brains so that the children have more confidence and more resilience as infants and toddlers and, and young children and teenager years so that they can be resilient in their life. The, these are the stories that we're sharing when we share the Dose of Hope series. Um, now we have, I believe, about I think we're at 275, 300 stories. When we get to 500, we're tapped out. But Ken publishes these stories in the Dr. Smiley and Friends Dose of Hope Keep Smiling series. And it's been absolutely beautiful. And then there's another one. Hope is dope. This looks like a, a leather bound. It feels really great. Hope is dope or smile or smaller stories that um, these ones are 1500 to 3000. And these are about 15, 500 words to 1500 words. And they're just beautiful. Here's Sid McNary, my gifts work and so do yours. And he's talking about how you too have enough in you to keep going and to be resilient. And it's these stories are more written for younger people to help them be resilient and telling them like who who enlightened people, who gave them an idea to have hope, who, who solidified hope in their minds. Uh, Ken's son, uh, Kenny, he's an author in these. Um, this page, this book is mine, so it's already earmarked to go to uh, Mavis Van Horn. Um, she was five when she wrote her story. So what we did is we had her voice her story, and then we um, penned it for her. But these are her words, you know, and nothing makes me prouder. I, I cry every Every time I read it, when she said, Glamour asked, um, so she had told me, when we're all nice and kind, we smile. So Glamour, that's me, asked, if we are nice and kind and create smiles, does that change the world, Mavis? And Mavis said, it does, Glamour, because when you smile, it changes the world for good. Glamour agrees. And that makes me cry because you know what? A five-year-old gets it. A five-year-old gets it, that when you amplify goodness and you put a smile on your face, that you can be resilient and get through things and you can help other people step up to be resilient too. So it's about being a leader. Everyone is a leader with the keep smiling movement. When you put a smile on your face, you lead others to stay in that high frequency of amazingness, of awesomeness, and overcome any challenges that they have. All right. So this has been our hour of the Keep Smiling story as shared on the Amplified Radio Show. 
normally with your host, Dr. Ken Rashawn, aka Dr. Smiley, who founded the idea of making a movement out of the Keep Smiling cards based on the Keep Smiling cards of Barry Shore, which then I said, wait, I'm going to base making a foundation, a 501c3, and make the Keep Smiling movement an official nonprofit. So the three of us together have put our hearts and souls into creating this movement. And now we have curriculum to go into different cities and schools and communities so that we can uplift them with smiles and with tools and tips. Uh, medica- med- I almost said medication, no medication, meditation, um, hypnosis, uh, just other exercises of having things so that you're um, very resilient and very purposeful in how you act and how you behave and knowing that you have backup plans for things and making decisions, lots of exercises that are easy and fun and engagement so that you can stay in resilience no matter the challenge. And that's what we're creating in the world so that we literally fulfill that we save lives with smiles by creating a dose of hope to be resilient no matter the challenge. Again, you're listening to Dr. Andrea Adams Miller, executive director of the 501c3 mental and dental health organization, the keep smiling movement.org. And you've been listening to amplified on voice America influencers channel. Thank you to the umbrella syndicate, perfect publishing, the red carpet connection, ample affluence, voice America influencers channel, mymakeuplady.com and menfashion.com who've been supporters of us. And again, you are uh, listening to us on voice America influencers channel, and you can watch all of our videos on amplified radio show.com amplified radio show.com or amplified radio show on YouTube channel, Amplified Radio Show. Thank you again. And hashtag keep smiling. Take smiles of yourself. Hashtag keep smiling or reach out to us at our.org so that you can get your keep smiling cards. And again, that's www.thekeepsmilingmovement.org. Love to all of you. Thank you so much. And you have been amplified. We hope you've enjoyed this week's edition of Amplified. Be sure to join Ken Rashan again next Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time and 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Now, go get your message heard.